1: to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I am Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, are are you a sedation dentist?
2: Uh, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll call us that, yeah.
1: Okay. So, I don't know how life works in the state of Washington. Uh Uh-huh. But in Texas, they want us doing, like, you know, like... It depends on what level of sedation permit you do, but, okay. uh, like, so I do oral sedation, so mm-hmm. uh, eight hours of CE. I think it's every two years, mm. um, you know, that's sedation-specific. Right. So, we did sedation training last night and tonight, uh, four hours each night, so I'm, I'm like, brimming it in my... Uh, a, a group of dentists and I, uh, we have kind of a study club and, okay. and we try to do it together okay. so that we stay on the same schedule. It just so happens that one of the dentists in our study club teaches sedation to all the residents uh, at the dental school here oh. and does you know, lectures all over the country. Yeah. He's a well-known guy at, at sedation. So okay. last night we did sort of a didactic four hours of just kind of working through stuff. hmm Uh, And then today we went to the dental school, and we got to work on something called the Sim Man. Huh. Have you ever worked on a Sim Man?
2: Is that like a cisgender with—no, I I can't say I'm I'm familiar with a Sim Man.
1: So go to your Google and just Google the term Sim Man, S-I-M-M-A-N, all one word, Sim Man. Okay. This thing is a full— body size, like a full human being size mannequin that's computer controlled. This thing's eyes blink. It's got pupils that dilate. It inhales and exhales in and out. Uh, it has a pulse. Really? It has lung sounds. Wow. It, it is insane, this guy. And so you're sitting there talking and this thing's just blinking its eyes
2: so it's like that that annie doll for cpr but on steroids because this is
1: yeah it's all hooked up to a to a computer wow and so the ernie the guy who who does the training goes Uh into this other room that's like behind a two-way mirror Uh and he can talk to you through the sim man oh that's creepy And so he's like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Like, oh, no, I'm not feeling good. You know, and he can (laughs) run you through scenarios. Yeah. (laughs) He can run you through scenarios, and he can, from behind the, the, in the, in the little, you know, other room he Mm -hmm. can like control what's happening and what's showing up like he can make it stop breathing wow he can make the pulse go off the charts or go down he can he has control of all of that Mm -hmm. he can close like if if the patient goes under if the sim man goes unresponsive Mm -hmm. the eyes close you know it's it's the craziest thing it's about ninety thousand dollars yeah
2: i'm just looking at this thing going this is not cheap
1: yeah, it's really cool. So it's kind of like... Did it's you, really, it, really cool. Did you have
2: to do a, a school project where you took a, a me- mechanical baby home and it would cry repeatedly and, and wake you up and, and you got graded on how many times you shook the baby? <laughs>
1: I've only ever seen that on television. Okay, I've so, never seen that for real. We had to
2: take care of an egg. These these the TV they get to actually take care of some. Cream. I'd
1: have boiled it. <laughs> I'd have boiled my child and eaten it on day like day one for breakfast. Uh-huh. Boiled and eaten.
2: <laughs> so this is this is that, but like ten times
1: worse. Blinks and breathes That's and can talk to you. That's, yeah. Wow. It was, it was very creepy, um, but it was so good. If, you, if was, you gave it
2: acid, would it, like, di- people's dilate and it would just start drooling in the corner?
1: Absolutely. Awesome. it would be having a trip. Um, <laughs> no, it's, uh, like, you have to put... So, as part of, like, one of the simulations we went through is we had a, you know, a patient that's... He basically made it stop breathing. Mm-hmm. And so you have to put a bowel, bag valve mask on... And if you don't get the seal right, it won't ventilate. But if you do, it will, and you see the chest go oh, up and down, wow. and you see the pulse ox respond to that chest going up and down. You see the 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 O two sat start to go up. Mm-hmm. It's it's really crazy. It's okay. it's a cool way to learn because I, you know I mean that's one of those things. The only people that are good at medical emergencies are ER physicians, right? Right. Because they do it all the time. Exactly. If if you're a dentist and you're getting really good at sedation emergencies, uh-huh. that means you're probably not really good at <laughs> sedation. <laughs> right, right. So, <laughs> but, y- you know, you kind of need to know some stuff so that if right. something happens, you can jump on it. So, this was my first experience with the sim man. Mm-hmm. It was... Uh, Technology is an amazing thing. I Mm -hmm. I thought it was really, really cool, although very creepy. And if you have some sort of psychological aversion to, let's say, movies like Annabelle, you know, or uh, well, it looks kind of like Japanese
2: sex dolls. Those guys that can't get a real does look
1: a little real dollish. Lars
2: and the the real girl. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. You know, I'm gonna hope that no one's ever violated the Sim Man that way.
2: Uh, allegedly because
1: i you know <laughs> we had to touch all around that thing all the charges
2: were dropped let's just put
1: it that oh, way oh man yeah I, I did not think about that when i was <laughs> giving the siman mouth to mouth <laughs> resuscitation what might uh, have been in the Sim man's mouth before uh-huh. Sim man has teeth so you better you oh, better wow. be careful <laughs> you, you you should be careful it's <laughs>
2: good to know. Uh, good enough
1: siman was cool uh, you know 90,000 dollars cool I think for a dental school that has residency programs, I mean, he said yeah. they use it pretty much every day, some way or somehow. Oh, then that's a good um, return on investment. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, it was it was a cool deal. I just did not, you know, I, when when I heard that we were going to go work on the SimMan, I thought it was going to be like a CPR dummy, right. right? Yeah. And this was just... Not. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a CPR dummies, a Toyota Prius. This thing was a space shuttle. You know, it was that <laughs> cool. Um, So I I would highly recommend like anybody, if you're doing your sedation course, Mm -hmm. like if there's a dental school near you or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, or if you see like in a, you know, course listing for a state dental meeting or Uh something like that, that there's going to be a sim man, go and do it and you will not sleep well for a while because (laughs) this thing's going to creep you out so much, but it will help you get ready for an, an, you know, a medical emergency.
2: Right, right. Which reminds me, I'm probably 10 years overdue to renew. Oh, only ten. I've allegedly.
1: You know, I I would say probably, Lance. That's probably something you're going to want to get on and probably.
2: Probably. Thank God, no one listens to this. So,
1: (laughs) or it's
2: just between you and me.
1: (laughs) So, Lance, we had some T-shirts made. Yeah, you remember that? We yeah. So, I've been saying that we were going to give some away randomly. So, okay. I actually took the liberty of drawing two names. All right. Uh, earlier today, I put all the names of people who had who had asked questions. Both of them? Uh, and sent questions in. No, we had, we had a bunch. <laughs> There's <man>. probably <laughs> 14 or 15 names in there. Yeah. Because I, I kind of have a little catalog of it because I've sent stickers to those people. Right. So, I, I put names in a hat, drew a couple names, and I drew two names. So, I thought Mine you and yours. would Woo-hoo! announce. Uh, you already have a shirt. I do. I sent you a shirt. I think yeah. I've I'm not, I'm not. I sent shirts for you to give to all the college uh, t- coeds. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Bianca? Uh, Bianca's wearing it. Actually, she
2: was wearing it last night. Um, Brianna and Skylar uh, are off at college, and uh,
1: Porton ours got our swag on with all the ki- the cool kids. Nice. Uh, so no, I drew I drew two names other than ours. Okay. For the the t shirts, and so the first name. Uh, that I drew is our good friend, uh, Zachary Miners, All right. um, from the Kansas city area. So Zach, uh, hit us up, uh, on the social bullshits and give us your size. Uh, and we will send this t-shirt out to you. Uh, in the second name, I didn't, I didn't arrange it this way. It just mm-hmm. kind of happened that okay. the second name was a female, um, and the second is probably the, the person who sent in probably my favorite question we've ever done, which was the Sasha and Malia question. So, uh, <laughs> Missy Fryer. Nice. Uh, thank you so much for that. That's still, I think, to this day, my favorite question. I don't know if we have anything today that's going to beat that, but All right. that's an all-timer. That's a Hall of Famer. And really that is. happened to be the name that I pulled out. So, Missy Fryer, hit us up with your size. Uh, I think they're unisex sizes, so keep that in mind. Okay. You know, we. we, we um, we're a low-budget operation right now, mm-hmm. so we didn't spring for, like, a separate woman's shirt.
2: It makes sense. We're, we're, yeah. we're frugal like that.
1: Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Mm-hmm. So, just, Missy, send us in, like, what T-shirt size you would be. And just a plain old, like, unisex, like, Gildan, Hanes, Beefy T, one of those, you know. Perfect. Hanes, Beefy T. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> The word beefy is weird to me. It really is. And I, don't I wonder love how the word how they came across beefy tea. That's just weird. Or beefcake. cake. Beef cake is beef cake's kind of a good thing, right? Like if somebody calls you yeah. a beefcake, cake, right. it's like a compliment, but a, like a beef cake sounds terrible. And the last thing
2: I want is a beef cake. I
1: don't want a beef it Sounds cake. like punishment. I, yes. You know, if you don't it's, do your I'd chores. I'd rather eat a fruit cake than a beef <laughs> cake.
2: You give me enough fruit cake, and yeah, that's fine.
1: Ay, ay, ay. Well, Lance, <laughs> this is an advice show. We answer your questions. And you meaning the listener, not Lance's oh, okay. questions. We've, we've tried to answer Lance's questions. and They're really perverted. No one wants sex-rated. to go there. It just, yeah, it gets really <laughs> bad. Um, we answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance that we crave you can submit your questions to working at gmail.com now we don't want just any question do we lance no we don't want a bunch of boring questions like what's the best fluoride foam because we all know that gel foam is the greatest fluoride foam of all time. I, it's, it's, gel foam, I don't think, is a fluoride foam now that I think about it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a surgical dressing. oh yeah,
2: well, you know, it could, it could go both so ways. So if
1: you're putting gel foam <laughs> in a tray and sticking that in your patient's mouth, number one is I don't think you could charge enough for that um, because gel foam is pretty expensive and it evaporates the second it hits saliva. Um so let me let me find another I haven't used fluoride foam in um probably since I was a kid. Let's see some names of some fluoride foams. Oh here we go, Nutrafome by Oral-B. How about that? There you go. Nutrafome. Do you use fluoride foam in your office? <laughs>
2: It's somewhere in the nether regions of the cupboards where we've moved on to varnish, but we've got it. Varnish, yeah, yeah. You should be using
1: varnish. Really Come sh- on, people. Yeah. Like this is twenty seventeen. Actually I, I'm doing this this fluoride webinar for a company coming up and uh I just it was like jumping into all the fluoride uh uh-huh. literature and all the literature is basically like varnish. Yeah. V- the only in office treatment that really does anything so
2: perfect
1: if you're using uh, if you're using neutrofoam move on to the varnish man come on come on we want the tough questions we want the questions that Gordon Christensen himself cannot answer and once again I think that we have three questions tonight that Gordon Christensen literally could not answer <laughs> yeah question number one comes from listener Andrew and Andrew asks hi Josh and Lance longtime listener here Every night I call any patient that I numb. Last night I called a patient who we had done an EXT on. It was one of those only use the periosteal elevator type extractions due to the very large infection, and the tooth was only root tips. patient's girlfriend was in the room for the procedure and was ultra concerned about him uh, going back to work following the procedure. So she was concerned about him going to work following the procedure. Fast forward to my nightly call. Girlfriend takes the call answers his phone i guess which is interesting and asks me if it's okay for them to have sex insert me being an awkward dentist and humming and hawing for 30 seconds before basically saying there shouldn't be a reason it will affect anything hope he's feeling better bye how in the world am i supposed to feel this sort of question thanks in advance lance do you do post-op calls
2: you know, I like to say that I do, and every once in a while I do because I remember remind myself, oh, I should be doing that. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm infrequent. It sounds like a great idea. I'm just lazy and
1: distracted and ADD and that whole thing. I don't think anybody wants to answer the damn phone anymore.
2: No. No, that's, that's the other. The, the reason I really shouldn't be fearing this at all, because no one's going to pick up anyway. It's always going to
1: go to voicemail. Right. And I have a solution for that that I will get to later. Okay. Um. I do text, okay, and and we I text from the Weave app, um, and just for for uh, to be uh, openly honest and transparent, I am on the Weave advisory board, so just take that into account okay. uh, when you uh, when you're making your buying decisions. Gotcha. Um, so I do text because I think it's less invasive, and I think that's just how people are used to being yeah. communicated with now. Generationally,
2: right? I think I think, you know, when you're the people my my parents age, you know,
1: they're, yeah, they're maybe different. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: But the the generation of now, they that it's Texas a better way to go.
1: So let's just say though, hypothetically, for the sake of this question, okay. that you and I were both avid patient post op callers. Okay. What would you say if this question came up? Can we rub our nasty parts together after that extraction.
2: Yeah, maybe it's just me, but I'm like, yeah, knock yourself
1: out. I mean... Yeah. Is there a procedure you could do where you wouldn't say like, get down on it?
2: Well, let's just say a few pages from the Kama Sutra is going to be skipped. Just two. I
1: I guess I would say, like, if you did an all on four and you took out like 25 teeth mm-hmm. and did some implants and, you know, delivered an immediate hybrid, mm. blah, 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 blah. Right. I would maybe then say, like, yeah, maybe you just take today off. Well, no, it'd be um, like in Pretty
2: Woman where no kissing on the mouth.
1: I'm worried about the blood <laughs> flow, Lance. <laughs> I'm worried about starting bleeding after the the procedure. That's more about why I'm more worried about that than I am bacteria, I guess. Uh,
2: You worry too much.
1: I mean, I'm just I'm saying it would have to be a pretty significant procedure. Right. For me to say, like, eh, why don't you knock off the, uh, you know, slip in the salami action for a night.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know. If you got primary closure, I think we're going to be okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think that maybe this was just like them bragging that they're I sexually think so. active?
2: I think so. I mean, because, I mean, dude, the last thing I'd be interested in after a major surgery like that is, well, being awake, honestly.
1: So... I. Th- Maybe the right play here. It, so it's it's this definitely seems like a power play. Yeah. Like we're just 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 letting you know where we are having sex tonight. Mm-hmm. Is is that going to be okay? And and that's when I think Andrew, you should say I'm going to bone too. It's not just <laughs> you. Uh huh. Like I, I'm going to like have so much sex tonight. Like I'm going to do the sex a lot tonight too. Right. Just so you know. I think this is a humble brag situation by the patient's girlfriend.
2: Yeah, prob- probably just trying to see if they can get a rise out of the dentist. And I think absolutely you should be say, "Hey, I'm
1: going to do, I'm gonna do <laughs> the sex tonight, too, Lance. I'm going to do the sex.
2: You should do it at the eight o'clock because then we, and we try to sequence it so simultaneously.
1: Just letting you know, Lance. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just letting you know that I'm going to do the sex. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm and I'm going to do the sex really well. well. I'm doing the sex right now. I hope not. God, I, <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. I really hope not. Oh, God. So let's... let's. Um, why don't I be the patient? Why don't I be the patient's girlfriend and you be Andrew? Okay. Uh, Dr. Andrew... <laughs> I just... Would it be okay if I had sexual intercourse with my boyfriend tonight? He... he He really wants it. And and I just wanted to make sure that it would be okay if we if we did the sex.
2: Well, actually, I I think if you're going to be doing the sex, you should be doing the sex. You should be doing all of it. Uh, He's going to be a little needing some recovery. So uh, you'll have to be on top and oral.
1: Hold on, let me let me write this down. Yeah. let me let me get a pad of paper. Tell hold on, what, I'm hold put, on. I don't have a pen.
2: I'm going to make it put on my prescription pad because this is a doctor's order. Oh, okay,
1: yeah, that'd be, yeah. If you could write this down, that would be mm-hmm. that would be so great. Yeah, please. So you said you said this is a class that I two should on, on top. I should okay. That's that's a class two. Is, is that medical lingo?
2: Absolutely, and in, in the shorthand okay. version, it's two dots and a T.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. what's the shorthand version for for oral? <laughs> One big o. P-O? P.O. Okay. <laughs> well, I I appreciate the instructions. Should probably do it three um, times. Three times. It, wow. It helps with the healing. He, it helps with the healing. He'll okay. thank you.
2: He will thank you.
1: I, you know, normally he's more of like a one one timer. You know, sort of. So it's it's a one time thing generally. Give him a couple hours, and then it. A couple of... Hours. Okay, so we're looking at stretching this out over like the, the three to six hour period. I'm
2: not sure about the stretching, but sure.
1: You, you, and you don't think this is going to cause any bleeding or anything? You, you hope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't even hold character through that. Oh, dear God. <laughs> and you went awfully I Jewish. <laughs> oh, I I just kind of all I have, I, I think. think. I think so. Know. You might be a run-trick pony. <laughs> <I> just, um... <laughs> So you think Andrew should have gotten granular with the instructions? Oh, yeah. Twice. Okay. Oh, man. (laughs) I'm just living vicariously. So one detail that bothers me about this Uh is uh, the only periosteal elevator type of extraction with the large infection and root tips on stuff I, it's safe to say that the patient's mouth isn't outside of that one area, a hygienic Garden of Eden, so to speak. That's probably a
2: safe bet. Yeah, I,
1: w- I would grant if that. He got, yeah. If he got that junk mouth on that one tooth, he got that junk mouth everywhere, and this woman can't keep her hands off of this guy.
2: I'm awfully shocked at the um, action some of my patients are getting. As um, yeah, the lowered expectations, lowered standard. It's just I do a lot of really in my office.
1: I have you ever seen those photos of an operatory? where they take a woods light or some sort of ultraviolet light and some spray that makes bacteria illuminate, you know, <laughs> and they, they throw on the black light like after a profi or something or a scaling and root of Have like you, an, know, you a, ever seen that? Kind
2: of like CSI when they're looking for... Yeah, the, and
1: it shows sort of the aerosol, where all the aerosol goes right. and all of that. Could you imagine that, that if this person's m- mouth has... The type of tooth that has the broken off root tips, big infection, you can get out a molar with just a periosteal because it's so grossly infected. Well, you you know Did
2: this you, dude; he knows the taste of pus.
1: Oh God, I can't, I can't even. And <laughs> yes, God, you're you're really Lance. <laughs> you're making me want to say things I shouldn't say I know, on the I'm... podcast, and you're, it's like you're doing it on purpose. No, no, I wouldn't. Um, Could you imagine what their bedroom looks like if you did that same procedure with like the luminol? I really do not want to think about that. It'd be really bad, right? And this guy's having sex on the reg. It sounds like it. I really think... The more... I think this is just a humble brag. I really do. Mm -hmm. And I think the appropriate response is to also tell the girlfriend and the patient how much sex you were having as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When and if if it's if it's not very much, then I would make it up.
2: <laughs> right. Like I just finished and that's when I decided to call you.
1: Yes. That's that's <laughs> why I'm free to call because I'm currently yeah. in my refractory period. Uh-huh. And as soon as um, I hang up, I'm going back in. Here is here's I think the real answer. Have you ever heard of an app called Sly Dial?
2: I have heard of it.
1: Slide Dial allows you to call someone and it automatically takes you to their voicemail. You ever have that phone call where you call somebody and you're just thinking to yourself, please, God, don't pick up. Yeah. Please, God, don't pick Every up. Every time please I God, dial. don't pick up. Every freaking time, right? Every, <laughs> Every time. freaking time. Uh, that's what Slide Dial does. So if you're doing post-op calls... Don't call them like regular call. Yeah. Sly dial them and just say, oh, so sorry I missed you. I guess you're busy or just relaxing. Probably hey, having
2: sex. Good, good on you. This is
1: Dr. Andrew <laughs> uh, just checking on you. You need anything? Call me back. They're probably not going to call you to ask if they could have sex. They're just going to do it.
2: Sounds reasonable.
1: Yeah. So, slide dial them. There you go. Don't you, slide dial everybody. I'm, no one wants to answer the phone. I'm di- downloading it right now. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's really good. So, I think slide dial or tell them how much text you're having. One of the two. It could be both. I think we helped Andrew. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Th- did that seem authentic?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Does that sound like... Yeah, I think so. Like I really meant it. Yeah. Yeah, been, I think we really did. You've been practicing. I have. <laughs> I have really been practicing. Yes. Yeah. All right. Question two, Jessica asks, This probably bothers me a lot more than it should, but it really makes me cringe when a patient takes off their shoes in the dental chair. It's always the ones with gnarly feet, too. I want my patients to be comfortable, but come on. This isn't your home. So Gross. What other things do patients do in your office that disgust you, but you can't say anything?
2: Well, show up. Let's see. Yeah.
1: Uh. Yeah. Uh, Feet are gross. They really are. Feet are really gross. People talk about us having to deal with gross stuff. Yeah. Oh, podiatrist? Could you imagine? Well, I just
2: don't understand those, the people like with that foot fetish. I, it, it just
1: blew. Oh, I totally do not get the foot like fetish. If you Google any actress and then the word or the, the letter F, literally the first thing that's going to come up is feet. So, like if you go to Google, because you, know, you know it does that like auto predict yeah. search, right? Where it, So you can kind of get a clue of what other people are searching for. So, I'm just going to type like Jennifer Lawrence. And then the letter F. And where is feet? Oh, it's it's kind of way down there. If you go F-E, it's the second thing. Mm. Jennifer Lawrence feet is the second thing.
2: I got Scarlett Johansson's feet.
1: Yeah, let's see that. So let's see Scarlett Johansson. I don't know how to spell Johansson. There you go. F. Films. Okay, mm. so this one's way down. Films, family, fansite, face shape, father, filmography, Facebook, fashion, mm. fiancé, fitness. So let's do F-E. Oh, I don't have any feet there. Feminist huh. speech, fever. Who's searching for <laughs> Scarlett Johansson's fever? <laughs> Scarlett Johansson fee per movie, fees, feminista. Let's do one more E. Oh, I still don't have feet. Huh. Interesting. Okay.
2: Remember there was that, well, that head coach of the New York Jets, and he got in yes, some sort of... Uh,
1: Rob Ryan. Yeah. That was, uh, apparently Rob Ryan has a foot fetish. Yeah, that's just weird. Um, I, I have more hope for mankind now. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> because I remember a day when you would type that, like Jennifer Lawrence F, mm-hmm. and it would come up, like the first result would be feet. So I am actually feeling better about humankind right now. Okay. So that's good. That's the bet that's the best work we've ever done in the podcast. So you should feel better <laughs> okay. about humankind because apparently people aren't searching for feet as much. But yeah, the feet the foot fetish is really weird. Do you notice patients that take off their shoes in your in your operatory?
2: Yeah. I I don't know. I think I ran out of fucks fifteen years ago.
1: Yeah. I, I notice it, and I notice, and I, and I don't mean to get light. I don't mean to go to the racial card. Okay. Because that's not really my intention. Okay. But, but I, I do notice there are specific races that are very keen on taking off their shoes yeah. when they sit in the dental chair.
2: Yeah. There, there are cultures that just entering uh, the home, you take off shoes. And so I think that culture would lend itself to taking off shoes in an operatory. Yeah. <sighs>
1: I don't. I get the sort of Japan thing, right? I've never mm-hmm. been to Japan, so this is me talking completely out of my ass. Okay. But I feel like I've seen enough pop culture references to the fact that people don't wear shoes inside in Japan at all, yeah. yeah, and that it's a sign of respect,
2: right? Right. Well, and I I gave a lecture in Hong Kong, and that was very common. If you entered these little temples and, and things to uh, to take the shoes off and such
1: stuff, so I mean, I think okay, so. You said you said something you said temple, you you gave CE and you said Hong Kong. Yeah. What about like in the CE room, like in the hotel no. or conference room or wherever? They kept their shoes yeah, on there.
2: They they were normal there.
1: So it's only like when they go to a holy site, holy or or someone's home or someone's home. Yeah. I guess they, because I, I you know I do notice frequently that Asian patients do this. Mm-hmm. Do they think that I live at my office? They
2: might. They might.
1: I think this is like some sort of seventy sitcom where it's like there's a, a house above my office, and I live up there with my family, and we have a alien that we discovered that likes to eat cats. Yeah, things
2: like that. I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, there was is that, that what they think happens?
2: John Larroquette had a, a sitcom that was very, very brief, and it was he was a dentist, and, and he was right next door to his office was his home, and I thought clearly, yet again, Hollywood does not bother to. Consult the dentist to find out how how common this isn't.
1: I I do know one dentist that lives oh, has an office in an old house and lives upstairs. Guy, guy's name is Jerry Hobson. Mm-hmm. I forget the name of the town that he practices is in in Texas. We were on the state uh, the uh, Texas Dental Association board together for three years, uh-huh. um, and he's in he's in a little town, Bonham, Texas. And he lives in the house where his office is on the first floor, and he lives on the second floor. Uh-huh. Him and his family, um, which I don't know. Like, but yet,
2: I, so I met a, a prosthodontist in Belgium, and his the side of his house was the his operatories and an office, and then there was a separate entrance to his house. And it's, it, I got the impression it was fairly common. That that wasn't that unusual. It was weird. You had, by appointment only, it was a locked door, so they buzzed you in. It was
1: it was weird. Interesting. Yeah. So I guess that's maybe what some of these patients think.
2: Yeah. I Might don't know. Be. Might I, be.
1: I'd be interested to know if they go to their physician's office and they get up on that that, that uh, <laughs> big boy's table, uh-huh. you know, the big boy table. With all the paper? With the, with the paper roll on it, right? Uh-huh. If they take their shoes off when they do that. Huh. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I know my optometrist hates it when he shows comes in the room and I'm naked.
1: Yeah, I could see how that would be <laughs> disturbing. Uh, a little
2: unexpected, maybe.
1: <laughs> um yeah, the shoes off thing is, is weird.
2: What's worse is if the like the toenails are really, really long and yellow yeah, and I just, growing. I, I
1: just can't yeah. look. I, I can't look. <laughs>
2: what you could do is have you remember that commercial with uh Imagine it was for palm olive and you're soaking in it and they just have something there to, to dip their feet in
1: like a paraffin. Wax right. Bath. There you go. Oh, so that means someone's got to like scrape that away. Oh, I didn't yeah. say it was a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they take off their shoes. Yeah, it's gross. I, But you can't really ask him to put it back on.
2: Yeah. Can you? Well, you, you could. I just don't know that it's how well it's going to go over.
1: No, you can't do that. Yeah, it's, that's a weird thing. I'm of the opinion that men should not wear open-toed shoes unless you're on vacation and even then. So
2: I can't mm, have Manolo Blahniks?
1: Come on, Jim. You can't have Manolo Blahniks. You can't have <laughs> sandals. You can wear whatever you want inside your house, but you can't leave the house in open-toed shoes okay. if, you are a, if you're a man. Fine. No sandals. Fine. Unless you're going to a sandals resort. There you go. On the sandals resort, that is, you're on vacation, you're at the beach, fine. Do whatever. I I would still say get a pedicure before you go. Please. And take some damn care of your feet for a little bit at least. But if you're bumping around town, running errands, you're running the dry cleaner, you're going to get your teeth clean, you're going wherever. Do not wear open toed shoes if you were a man probably probably
2: hey so have you ever I gone and had the manny petty with uh, andrea uh,
1: I've, yeah i 've had i 've had a manny and i 've had a petty i 've never had them at the same time gotcha gotcha uh, and, and they 're fine. Mm-hmm. I find that I trim my nails better and i 'm very <laughs> anal about how my nails are trimmed gotcha. so I do it myself uh huh They always make, they always tickle my feet when they're doing this stuff. Yeah. That's, yeah, I don't, I don't like that. What about you?
2: Hey, I got three daughters. I do mani pedis a lot. Oh, you've
1: done it all the time. They're, they're awesome. During like the uh, 11, 12, 13 years, did, did you ever get the makeover where they like, let's put makeup on daddy?
2: Yeah, there were times. Yeah.
1: Are there photos anywhere of this?
2: I don't believe so. Pretty sure those don't exist. Okay.
1: That's unfortunate. <laughs> it's very unfortunate. We'll I would love I would love to see Lance with a nice base uh-huh. and some and some rouge and some mascara and some eyeliner and some blush okay. and some lipstick and some uh, I'm trying to. Think. I'm, I've, I've exhausted all of the makeup references that I'll I know.
2: Ask Bianca. She's my. She's in a makeup. There
1: another lip thing. Lip gloss. Gloss. That's the other. That's what I was thinking. Uh, what's Jenner the difference between lipstick and lip gloss? Plumpers and yeah. One of them plumpers. I don't know. Uh, I don't. Ladies, what's the difference between lipstick and lip gloss? We want to know. Actually, really, we don't. I don't really. Strawberry we, shortcake really flavored, hate. right? I don't, yeah. um, <laughs> I don't even care. I don't even care. So, what are things that patients do that uh, that disgust you? I can I can think of a couple of things.
2: Well, I had this woman who just just a large old woman, and she just kind of smells walking in the room and in the no. <clears throat> in the chair. She could just kind of leans over and lets one rip.
1: No. And then she just looked at me. And this said, did not yes, happen.
2: Yes. She oh, uh, and just kind of looked at me and she said, Well, it's it's normal. And I just kind of went,
1: Grew. I don't think that it is. It, yeah,
2: not like that.
1: I mean, if this is a frat house, that is one thing. Sure. This is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
2: Oh. Yeah. I, I, I just looked at I, I walked out for a while. I just had to. Oh God!
1: So that's one. <laughs> oh. I say I'm not a germaphobe, but uh-huh. I, I I don't know if it's the germs of that or if it's the rudeness or something about that just like makes me want to. Well, here's what's terrible: hide in a corner forever I'm, and ever and never come out.
2: Ever, there's a new TV series out, and it's based on a series of books by Michael Connelly called Bosch. You ever read any of those
1: books? I, I yeah no I've okay. I've heard of it. great books. I've read them all. Okay,
2: and there was one point there was kind of a running joke, maybe in one, maybe two books. It wasn't didn't continue on, but they were they they were smelling a dead body, and uh, the partner looked at Bosch and just
1: said, you know, uh, all smells are particulate. Oh, I didn't need to know that. <laughs> I do not need to know that, Mister Know It All. <laughs> I if If Bosch were Lance, he'd have fired that guy immediately,
2: yeah, it's stuck with me ever since I
1: mean oh oh he oh my god i, I just can't even imagine- obviously that's fictionalized in in drama, but if uh, it's I googled it oh.
2: I wasn't happy. Ah
1: oh, man <laughs> uh, sorry. Who's that famous pathologist that is on like all the autopsy shows on Quincy? HBO. No, no it's a real person. <laughs> on HBO? His name is Michael something. Um Michael Baden. I don't care if that guy's assistant is Michael Bodden, and you tell me about particulate dead body that's now inside my body, <laughs> you are fired. You are fired. I don't care if we both know it. That's just not something you articulate. Uh, yeah, some
2: things are best kept to yourself.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. like that lady who <laughs> lifted her freaking thigh up and farted in your face oh
2: god and she's such a disgusting woman i wouldn't have been shocked if she grabbed a lighter and was gonna get blue darts that's
1: an immediate fire
2: dissipation in my opinion <laughs> unless
1: they <laughs> unless they are writing big checks
2: no that's the thing she wasn't so uh when no, she no we're um, getting out of here she requested we her records done. not long after she, she lived she lived so far away and kept drove so far just to get her teeth cleaned
1: and Why are you doing this woman? <sighs> Why are you driving? Yeah.
2: Uh, so I, I reminded her, I said, you know how many dentists you passed on the way here? Hint, hint.
1: Damn it. Yeah. Eesh. I really hate when patients um, ask if their insurance is going to cover it. That disgusts me. <laughs> That's That just – like, the way that – that Jessica is about seeing feet that's how I am about hearing that sentence it makes me want to gag Mm -hmm. um, that one Um, or when they uh, like immediately scoff at cost like you've barely started treatment planning them Mm -hmm. and they're just know that's too expensive like you're not even going to let me get to a number like you're not even going to look at the price I hate that yeah I hate when they keep saying how expensive something is going to be and or is after they've agreed to the treatment. Mm-hmm. And I hate when they complain about how long it takes to get an appointment. Right. I had to wait eight weeks for this appointment. Uh, yeah, I get it. Like, I'm busy. We have we have a full book. You knew that eight weeks ago when you made the appointment. If you wanted to go somewhere else, why didn't you go somewhere else eight weeks ago? Right. That one gets me. The thing that gets me the most is when somebody's credit card is is declined. That's the most disgusting uh, well, thing.
2: Or they know damn well that their credit card is declined. <laughs> They're trying to make, imply it's something wrong with you. So,
1: uh, Your reader?
2: Yeah. So I had a, a, a woman yesterday. Um, she came in to do some Botox and wanted to buy a whole bunch more. And, and I have some volume pricing. If you buy just a few units, it's more expensive. Buy a whole bunch and, and you can save some money. So she wanted to take advantage of that, and so she gave me one card, and it got declined, and my assistant was feeling uncomfortable, so she tried it again, and finally she goes to her to to say, "Um, do you have another card? No, this one should work, and then she's on the phone calling the bank to verify. See, they say that that there's credit. Well, it's not processing, so try another card. I, th- I think she was hoping we were going to do the Botox first, and then she was going to. Yeah, take- you
1: got to run the card first. Exactly. It only took me. You, you are. Yeah, your card's getting swiped before yep. I'm sticking a needle. Lesson learned
2: years ago. That card <sighs> absolutely was done first, and I think she was just a little disappointed it didn't work on us, and then finally found a card that worked because I think she ultimately knew that she needed to be paying for it. Well, she actually bought less than she was going to because the one card didn't go, and I think to save face, she bought some. But yeah, you're you're. You're paying first.
1: Patients generally, all in all, ninety-five percent of patients are awesome. Yes, but the ones that aren't—whether it's their shoes, whether it's them bitching and moaning, whether it's them farting in the operatory—the <laughs> five the percent that aren't are just ruin everything. They really do everybody, and they make yeah. me want to jump off a bridge. Yes. Ugh. Oh. Ugh. Yeah. Um. All right. You ready for our reddit? reddit I think so this one's this one's good, but it's not as good as some of the other ones. We're gonna have to like have some some fun in this space to like bring this one up a little bit okay. I think i you know there's just not always a blowjob question out there guys I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah. and I'm not going to fabricate them so if anything, this podcast is authentic, and I'm not gonna fake reddit questions so all in all, this is still, I think, a good one. Uh, Reddit user Gums 2016. It has to be a burner account, right? I, I can't... Yeah. It's got to be gotta a burner be. account. I didn't look at it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. But let's see if it's a burner account.
2: I will say there's a lot of gum grafts that's uh, being done in the in the world because there's a
1: lot of gum graft questions. Man, this person has posted a lot in dentistry. Oh,
2: really? So not a burner account?
1: Not? I mean, it's... They've only ever used this account for the subreddit of dentistry. Okay. Interesting. It doesn't sound any posts. They have 150 karma. It's not all that high. Um, wow. Mm. Okay. Interesting. That's an interesting burner account to just be posting this often in in uh, the subreddit of dentistry. But here we go. Uh, Reddit user Gums2016 asks... Had my gum graft last Wednesday, and I've been told I need to be on a soft diet until my post-op appointment on May 23rd. I'm going to see the Blue Jays play four games this week. What can I eat at a baseball game? So of all the fare available at a baseball game, what would be the best for someone who recently had a gum graft?
2: Well, you got to get a hot dog. I mean, that's 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 a given.
1: I think just a big mouthful of skull
0: <laughs> that
1: can't be a problem, could it? I think it helps with the wound healing. I would think so, right? It's got to. How could it? How could it hurt? I can't see why not. So start off with the skull, and I I don't mean like. Uh, one of those little packets, you know. Have you seen those?
2: Yeah, skull patches. Yeah, yeah packets. Yeah, no, we're
1: not doing I'm talking I'm talking long cut. I'm talking not even in a can. Go get some red It man. comes in like the the paper bag that has no way to reseal it. Yeah. So it's I guess that's a single use <laughs> pouch of two pounds of chewing tobacco.
2: Or <laughs> get one so of those just, tobacco plugs and you just knock off a, a chunk.
1: It's obviously single use, or else they'd put some kind of zipper on it, wouldn't they? Allegedly, so just take that whole big thing, a chaw, and just jam it all in and around that graft. Mm-hmm. That's not going to be any problems at all. It kind of creates a salve. Absolutely, it's it's like yeah, it, it's it's like triple antibiotic ointment on your skin. Perfect. Um, yeah, I mean, a hot dog, I think, would be no issue. Popcorn is a bad idea. Uh, I would probably I would avoid that. Like, and
2: if you're yeah. in Seattle, they have the fried grasshoppers available now. So I would uh, maybe I'd
1: probably, yeah, I'd probably defer away mm-hmm. from those. I, honestly, here's the deal. I would defer away from those even if you didn't have a gum graft. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Just in general, in life, As a rule. stay away from the grass. Yeah. I, yeah, That's me speaking without any prior experience and without ever having had them. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> I think you should stay away from them nachos I think probably a bad idea, right?
2: You could have nacho cheese, just no chips so drink the just nacho drink. cheese <laughs> that'll help help uh keep the tobacco warm as it's doing its thing.
1: yeah, right, for sure. So
2: chaw and t- nacho cheese
1: um the ice cream, but not just any ice cream lance, it has to be in a miniature baseball helmet. <laughs> That's the only proper way to eat ice cream at a baseball game. Okay. And honestly, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, This may be... This is a hot take, Lance. Okay. This is a hot take. I expect some pushback here. Okay. And that's fine. I stand by this take. That's the only way to eat ice cream, Lance, is out of a miniature baseball helmet. Oh, I see. There is no other... If if you are eating it out of a bowl, that's wrong. Mm. You are wrong, and you should... (laughs) Be ashamed of yourself if you are eating it out of the pint. Mm. You're wrong. Okay,
2: so you should you're transfer the pint straight. The Ben and Jerry's goes straight into the helmet. St-
1: into the helmet. Into the baseball helmet. Okay. Okay.
2: Any particular team, or can it can be? Yeah. Any- here's.
1: A, well, I mean, I I would tell you a team. Some may disagree with that, okay. but I think it has to be the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs>
2: The best basketball team ever, right?
1: The best bas- base base basketball, <laughs> basketball team of all time. Uh, actually, great movie, <laughs> great movie. with uh, <laughs> Trey, Trey uh, Matt Parker, and Trey Strone. And I actually went to go see that movie in the movie theater. And Tim Duncan, uh, circa 1998, was in the same movie theater as me. Wow, uh, to go at, at at basketball was was it? Um, did he just get drafted? Was that the his first year? Yeah, he was like a rookie. It, okay. Yeah, he was it was very it was very young Tim Duncan at that point. Gotcha. Um, yeah. If you're eating ice cream out of anything other than a miniature baseball helmet, you are doing it wrong. Okay. You are doing it wrong. So I think ice cream would be good, but okay. only out of a miniature helmet. He's saying, yeah, I'm su- Yeah. He's going to the, he's going to the blue Jays game at home. Cause he, at some point he says something about Roger center. That's right. What, what can I eat at Roger center? Yeah. Um, yeah. P- poutine. Then he says, would, would poutine be too chewy or not soft enough? and, and, Poutine, I think, is just cheese and gravy on fries.
2: Yeah, cheese curds on. Yeah, it's it's soft. I think you're fine. That should be
1: all right, right? Yeah. I mean, you're Canadian, so I'm assuming that's kind of all you've been eating is poutine, anyway. Right,
2: But I mean, you're be adding the nacho cheese and the tobacco, so it's it's perfect.
1: Yeah, actually, that would be a good poutine. <laughs> We're gonna get the fries. Uh-huh. You're gonna pour the nacho cheese on or the the curded cheese I don't right. really even know what that means <laughs> I'm in San Antonio okay. we're talking Rico's Rico's is a brand that makes this like liquid plastic cheese okay it's you know it's liquid even at 40 below 0 it's still liquid <laughs> right like that it's gotcha it's holy it's whole natural you know it's 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 uh it's it's absolutely um uh, it's it's cheese in its most natural form okay you I get it to whole foods new, yeah, you you get it in like a gallon can. I'm not lying. This is totally serious. I will I will take a picture next time I go to the grocery store. Okay. There's a gallon can of this liquid cheese that at room temperature is liquid. Um, so you're going to take your fries. You're going to take your Rico's uh, liquid room temperature cheese, and you're going to take a pack of Redman, um, which is obviously a single-use pack because there's no zipper pouch on it. Uh, and you're going to make poutine with that and i think that will be just fine and dandy
2: you know you might create a craze in at the all the blue jays games that they're going to have that every absolutely. time absolutely that's
1: like blue jays poutine <laughs> blue jays poutine do canadians eat hot dogs canadians seem a little fancy for hot dogs
2: yeah well they they do but then but not in front of people it's kind of a secret uh vice oh they only
1: eat them like they only like yeah. like like uh in, in, that's something that you only enjoy in the privacy, right. of, your own, in the privacy of your own Right, home. behind closed doors. It's Behind closed doors. Right. How would a Canadian eat a hot dog? Would it be different than how we would eat a hot dog? Uh, do they eat it in some sort of fancy way?
2: Well, usually with a fork and one pinky straight up.
1: If I see somebody eating a hot dog in the fork, I'm going to punch them in the face. <laughs> and I'm going to yell, America. No,
2: you're going to do it... Uh, um, South Park style,
1: you know, Murica, fuck yeah. Mur- yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think we came up with a recipe for poutine for Gum's 20- Gum 2016 that will get him through his four-game homestand for the Blue Jays at the Rogers Center. I, I have to tell you, Lance, I despise the Toronto Blue Jays. Well,
2: then good. You'll, you'll be happy to know that James Paxton threw a no-hitter against him today.
1: I saw that. I got that alert earlier today. And uh, James Paxton is a nasty left-hander oh my. that I always hate when the Rangers have to go against <laughs> right. because the Rangers are lefty-heavy, mm. um, and and left-handed pitchers really do a number on us. And, and we just we do not do good against James Paxton. So I was happy to see that he was not pitching against the Rangers. He pitched against the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen? It's the greatest punch in baseball history. Have you ever seen the greatest punch in baseball history? I don't think so. It's from two years ago. It was the maybe three years ago now. Two or three years ago, it was a Rangers and Blue Jays, uh, and uh, a guy named Jose Bautista mm-hmm. slid kind of high, spikes up into uh, the Texas Rangers' second baseman, Rugned Odor, and they call him Rugie Rugi for short. Mm-hmm. And he, he went spikes high at Rugi, and Rugi took offense to it. And he said something like, you know he 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 said i'm very displeased with you jose mm-hmm. batista that's very rude of you mm-hmm to come in here into my home of second base, not home plate, but second base. It got really confusing when he did that. Mm -hmm. When you, when you slid into my home, uh, with your shoes up and shoes on polite people in Japan, do you not know the Japanese style where people take off their shoes Mm -hmm. when people go home, when people go into somebody else's home, you came into my home with your shoes up and pointing at me and you, you, you made an owie on my leg and I will now, uh, Engage in fisticuffs with you, and you could read the lips. Mm -hmm. You could read his lips, and this is a direct quote, you know, from the lip reading. Um, He said, "I will engage in fisticuffs with you," and uh, and and Jose Bautista. You know, did his hey? What What are you talking about? Hey, eh? I don't. I don't even know what you're talking about there. <laughs> and uh, you know, as people from the Dominican Republic o- often say. Often, right? And uh, and then and then Rugnet Odor says, "Oh, you know, you have been warned." And then he struck him across the face. Mm. Um, and and I, I highly recommend looking at that video on YouTube if you just okay. search for like Rangers Blue Jays fight on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Okay, let's go to it. Rangers Blue Jays fight. Um you will find this this video and it is, in my opinion, the greatest punch in baseball history. Okay. Um let's see, what you need, Rangers. When he, when he voiced his displeasure, did he use his
2: gloves and slap him across the face the cheek once to challenge him to a duel?
1: Um it, i think I think at some point he just threw his glove at his face, okay. maybe. Okay. <laughs> um, right. it, it,
0: With his hands still inside.
1: Yeah, it was it was quite an interesting uh, it was an interesting fight. It's it's probably my favorite fight of all time uh, in in baseball, okay. and that's mainly be just because I hate the Blue Jays. Okay. And and you, you just got to see this fight. It's it's just the best. It's just the best. And it looks for a second like Jose Bautista had a tooth knocked out, but I think it was a piece of gum. When you look at the slow mo, you will really see. Um, something white flying out of of the mouth of Jose Batista And, uh yeah it's, um, it um it's quite the fracas
2: all right i'm looking forward it's to it it's quite
1: the fracas yeah so uh, i think uh, i think our listeners would would enjoy that well lance i i i think we've helped some people we've come up with some poutine recipes that i think are are quite frankly just delightful
2: well, i'm pretty sure it's going to be um it's it'll be on that uh, allrecipes.com uh, very soon
1: I would hope so. I really would. Yeah. I, I think it deserves to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that needs to be called the uh, working interferences, um, the working interferences poutine. Yeah, it'll be on um, Hell's Kitchen, I'm sure. I would hope so. I, You know, I feel like there's something that Gordon Ramsay could make without screwing it up and yelling at, at people. It would be that. Yeah, safe bet. It it would be that. So I think that's going to just about do it for us, Lance. All right. Um, Let's see here. Let me go to my notes uh, to make sure I don't miss anything because it's very important, Lance, that we, we dot the T's and we cross all of the I's. That makes sense. Um, why, don't you, uh, why don't you share this with some friends of yours? If you have some friends that maybe love poutine or love Red Man uh, chewing tobacco um, or they take off their shoes when they come to your office um, or they... What was the first question we knew? Oh, or they like to tell random dentists on the phone that they're about to have sex, um, share this, you know, sh- share this with your friends. Share this with people you think might enjoy this. Share this with the person you sat next to in dental school. Um, I, you know, it, it's, uh, I, I think it's the greatest compliment that we can receive I'd say, uh, is the personal <clears throat> recommendation.
2: And I would say just randomly add 20 to 30 people to our group, but we don't have a group, so we can't do that.
1: yeah. <laughs> I think that's a bad way to run a group. It really is. That's that's bad group manners, I would say. <laughs> um, head on over to iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast and give us a rating. Lance, what's your favorite number? I like five. Mine is, that's my favorite number, too. Oh, we're like twins. I, we're twinsies. We really, we're twinning. We really are. <laughs> uh, um so rate and review us. Uh, you can hit us up on the web, uh, www.workinginterferences.com. Um, you can submit a question to working interferences at gmail.com. Uh, and don't forget to do that. We will send you a sticker. And then every once in a while, we're, we're going to pull some people at random and and, and do t-shirts. So, uh, we got uh, Zach and Missy, you got t-shirts coming at you. Um, you could be one of those winners of those t-shirts. All you got to do is submit a question, and then uh, and then win a drawing, and then uh, and then you could have a T-shirt of your of your own. Uh, check us out on all the social bullshits: uh, Facebook, uh, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, uh, Twitter at Winterferences, Instagram at Winterferences. Um, Lance, is there anything else I missed? I, did, I, did I miss anything? I think that's it. I think I got it, right? I think so. Uh is it is it your turn for a song? Is it my no, it's turn your for a turn. song? Your turn. It's my turn. It is your turn. Interesting. I'm actually going to a concert tomorrow. Oh. Um but it's it's a it's a um it's somebody I've done a song for. It's it's like my favorite artist. Um Okay. It's a guy named An- Andrew McMahon in the wilderness. Nice. I've done a song of his before. Listen to him today. Uh yeah, he's going to be in Austin tomorrow, and so cool. uh, we actually have meet-and-greet tickets. Awesome. Um, so we're going to the sound check. Um, leaving the office at about one thirty tomorrow, driving out to Austin. We're going to go to the sound check. We're going to get a little meet-and-greet with... Uh, Andrew McMahon himself, um, a little pizza party uh, there at the venue. Not a sleepover, <laughs> not, not a slumber party, just a pizza party. I don't know if it's someone's birthday. I don't know if we're going to have juice boxes or those little like single scoop of, of ice creams that you eat with like the little wooden stick. Right. You, you can hope. Those? You can hope. Or snow cones, oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's snow cones. I, I, we're, you know, it's starting to warm up here, so that might not be a bad deal. Nice. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know all the details, you know, of, of what all we're going to do, but we're going to have a grand time. Um, so I'm not going to pick. Uh, an Andrew McMahon song. I'm going to pick a song from his, one of his previous bands. So he's kind of fronted a couple bands, <laughs> one of them Jack's Mannequin, one of them something corporate. Uh, and Jack's Mannequin is where I really kind of kind of found Andrew McMahon. Okay. Um, and so I'm going to do a song from uh, Jack's Mannequin. Uh, which one do I want to do? Oh, how about a song from The Glass Passenger called, the, uh, called Dropout? There you it's go. a great song. I think you're gonna enjoy it. I'm I'm really hoping plays it tomorrow. Um it's 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 one of my favorites. I I I'm planning on telling him at the you know, at the meet and greet mm-hmm. that he really kinda wrote the music that Andrea and I sort of fell in love to. Oh, cool. And and this is kind of one of those songs that that really that really did that so awesome. uh, this is the so un, uh dro- the dropout uh which is also known as the so unknown by jack's mannequin so uh by the time you're listening to this i will have met andrew mcmahon and uh and we'll have shaken his hand and and he and i will have fallen madly in love and we will have eloped and we will already be married um and so wedding in the sky and you're all invited nice. <laughs> <laughs> It's late. I'm it sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so without further ado, for Lance Timmerman, I am Joshua Austin. Peace. I'll
0: give you this confession.